Hi, this is Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat. Or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg. And I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Boy, you have foolsy, bloatsy, sweetsy, brownsy, poop Expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers. This is the way. The internet is really, really great. For, For porn. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. That's um. That's been in my head lately, so that's fun. <laughs> oh, I, I got everyone at work. Uh, we were closing in the kitchen one night, and they are like, yeah, just put on whatever you want on the little Alexa. So I threw on Ninja Sex Party. <laughs> nice. And they're like, well, like I, I went with the orgy for one. For one. Because they were playing some inappropriate stuff beforehand, so I can't sure. be held responsible. And it's after hours. And they're like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, oh, I'm about to introduce you all to some beautiful music. <laughs> Literally the greatest band in the universe. Can't wait for these nuts. I know. I feel like I've been waiting for it forever. Well, I Excuse me. Just oh, finished like the the masters or like finished mixing. Oh, okay, cool. So it shouldn't be too much longer. Sweet, sweet. Oh, by the way, this is Two Broke Geeks, and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And, um, yeah, so I, since it's fresh on my mind right this moment, since I finally got a chance to watch it, I woke up this morning and the first thing I did was watch the first two episodes of Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think well, so far? It's fine. Yeah. Um, I, as I was mentioned to you when I watched it, I'm like, we've now entered this territory. I mean, it's not new territory, but for me, it's a little newish of like, there's a lot of stuff in here that I don't know because mm, I didn't mm-hmm. watch Rebel all of Rebels. Same. Um, Clone Wars, I was like, okay, I get some of these characters. I get some of these references. But now it's starting to do a whole bunch of shit that I'm just like, yeah, I have no idea what's happening. I think it has enough context that like I can figure it out. But yeah, yeah there was Thrawn, stuff. In- yeah, Thrawn's alive and the, a night sister wants to bring him back. Yep. Well, also, I didn't know who, like, Ezra was. I didn't know who any of the characters were, except That's for why when I text of... you about it, I'm like, oh, and Matt's not going to know who any of these people are. <laughs> no, I have no idea. But there, there's enough context in there where it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, I think it's really cool. Um, I think that um, one of the things I thought was uh, really nice was that that little uh, art mural that they have honoring the quote-unquote fallen rebels even though we are led to believe that Ezra is really alive but that that is drawn in the style of the rebels tv series they didn't make like some big fancy realistic 
art piece. They made it yeah. look like the TV cartoon. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I like the idea of this is the first time the Star Wars galaxy mentions even more space like Grand Admiral Thrawn is hiding in another galaxy so that's pretty cool yeah um, yeah I dig it I thought it was pretty good I I have minor complaints with it only because I feel like it plays a lot of the same kind of tropes that we've seen in every Star Wars mm. like um Sabine's uh first lightsaber battle with the apprentice Mm -hmm. um i was just like and she's gonna get stabbed and she lives and it's like the same kind of like beats which i'm not saying it's like a all a bad thing it's just i don't know it felt kind of predictable um mm. and also the whole ahsoka has now turned around and being like sabine is just uh it's just like she's pig-headed and she does everything she wants to and she doesn't listen to orders. And I'm like, you mean you? <laughs> yeah, right. It's literally you. <laughs> well, isn't that kind of... Um, Yoda makes a similar point to Obi-Wan in one of the films, uh, one of the prequel films about uh, how Obi-Wan... Anakin. Yeah, about oh, yeah, Anakin. Obi-Wan you know, and yeah so and it, that's, that's also the thing kind it's like a, yeah yeah it's it's a through line that makes sense in the grander schemes but at the same time i'm like yeah 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 cool okay we got an apprentice that doesn't want really to be apprentice and wants to do their own thing cool seen this already hmm. i don't know I it might have, be just me being lazy maybe i don't know i i didn't have like a ton of problems with it i thought that one lightsaber duel between uh, Sabine and The Apprentice um, was not, <laughs> this is a weird thing to say, but I notice it from time to time where a where the fight scene choreography, uh, it, it, it applies to lightsaber fights, sword fights, anything like that, where they, uh, choreography looks like they are just trying to hit the other person's blade, not trying to actually yeah. hit the person. Yep. And really good fight choreography makes it look like they are actively trying to hit the other person and bad fight choreography makes it look like they are just trying to clash blades. And that fight, I was watching it going, oh, that's... Ooh, they just look like they're aiming for each other's blades, which is not how you would fight. You would be trying to hit the other person. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. It's very much um, like no, never nothing ever felt perilous when they were uh, when they were fighting. It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, and it, it, I mean that's that's happened in other Star Wars media. That's happened in. Uh, show, shows or movies where you see people sword fight like that's just something that happens I don't know if it's the fight choreographer or the director of photography or the editor I don't exactly know who is to blame there but it's one of them you know um, so uh, yeah though uh, the other thing that um, once in a while strikes me when I'm watching Star Wars stuff is the idea of a entire galactic government and how that would be completely unable to function <laughs> because it would be so fucking big 
to yeah. try and control that many planets. And yeah. for whatever reason, I was watching Ahsoka and they kept mentioning the Empire and the New Republic. And I went, oh, yeah, that's right. The idea of a galactic government is actually really stupid. <laughs> But it's okay because it's Star Wars and you're supposed to buy into it. But it just it did cross my mind this time around. So yeah, uh, I really like Balin Skull. Yeah, uh, Ray Stevenson's last role before he passed away. Yep, I think. Yeah, he, yeah, he's really good. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think everyone actor wise does really well in it. Yeah, I mean uh, Mary Elizabeth nope. Winstead. Yeah, as Hera. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Nothing um, like a hot Twilight lady. Yes. Damn you, uh, Star Wars. <laughs> God damn you, Star Wars. And like, like that. New, like, uh, I don't know if you ever see like those Instagram videos or whatever. It's like something happens with like a girl does a thing, and it cuts to a guy, and all of a sudden, a little like icon above his head says new kink uh, unlocked he's like god damn it it's just, it's... oh man yeah very true but yeah true. i mean the series is only what six episodes six or eight I think so i'm not entirely sure off the top of my head let me look I uh, bet I can hang on it. let's see i have it up uh oh okay uh looks like it's oh nope that wrong thing and eight episodes. Okay. That's a decent amount of episodes. I'm fine with that. We don't need, like, um, just super long series. Um, like yeah, I keep was, it straight to the point. Yeah, like, I, I've been... Uh, of course, I mentioned this on our last episode, but I've been watching... Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And the nice thing about that show, unlike older sitcoms where old style sitcoms on network TV would have 22, 23, 24 episodes a season. It's always sunny has like eight to 10 or something like that. And they're only a half hour. So I've already blown through five seasons of that show versus only getting through like a season. <laughs> Yeah. Wild card, bitches! Wild card. Yep, I saw that. Uh, the one Wild I watched. <laughs> the one I w watched last night was uh, the gang gives Frank an intervention. Oh no! <laughs> God damn it, Danny DeVito. This has always been true. Danny DeVito is fantastic. But just in this show, he's just next level. Like, the walking down the street, like, chugging beer out of a can. Like, just standing there in his, like, mostly open shirt. Just, like, belching and gargling beer. Uh, yeah. oh, I'm just like, god damn it, I love Danny DeVito. I, I, one of my favorite bits is when they were trying to... Uh, I don't know if... I think you already got past this point. But where the they try to start their own wrestling, uh, nope, haven't own, seen that one yet. Oh, no. I'm not gonna say any more then. But Danny DeVito has probably one of my favorite moments in that. Oh, it's that's so amazing. good. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, let's see what else. Um, did you watch to uh, yesterday's Futurama? I did. I've watched the last couple episodes of Futurama. Um, I. I fucking I know it's a Christmas episode, 
But still, that was so fucking funny, and ha- it's so f- it's hilarious how mm. Bender and Zoiberg become friends for a yeah. short time. Some of it, uh, uh, that one I thought was kind of a mixed episode. I thought that episode was kind of so-so. Um, I I liked the yeah Bender and and Zoidberg stuff. Uh, I really liked the one previous, the Mamazon episode. Where, oh my uh, god, yes. Where where mom invents the Invasa, which is just the Alexa, and then they just start buying so much shit and the mom the Mamazon warehouse on the moon envelops the entire galaxy. So where's where's Mamazon? I am everywhere. Oh god. It's and um Fry and Leela just ordering so much shit. <laughs> like I'm trying to find stuff to like for us to be in here. You have these big egg-shaped chairs. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. So funny. So fucking so, funny. Um, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with this new season of Futurama. Yeah, it's been pretty much like what I would expect for it as another like it's fifth revival actually and even we didn't even talk about the one before that either the one where the parasites come back oh the worm parasites yeah oh the worm parasites and they go it's the the dune ripoff where they go into where they go into the shrink down and go into the litter box yeah oh my hey it's that guy (laughs) oh my nibbler's whole like it's the whole like the whole the the whole like life cycle he's like i see it all and whatever and it's like yeah but it's making you dumb mm-hmm. <laughs> yep so good on ugh, good on futurama yeah um i gotta say though um i've actually kind of I, i'm still watching it but harley quinn's been kind of weird for me lately oh really i've been digging it it's not that i'm not digging it it's just the last couple episodes. I feel like they rush. Uh, they just rush the fucking storyline so fast hmm. to fit like twenty minutes. Because I feel like it's just like at least the last two or three episodes. I felt like they were trying to hit their points, mm-hmm. and then it just like next thing I know, I'm like, oh, it's over. Like I like um like Nightwing's dead. Yeah. And Barbara Gordon goes nuts uh, yep. trying to figure out who did it. And Harley apparently, like, sees herself at the, like, at that the was part, last week. Yeah. At the party. And then all of a sudden, it's like, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, there's me? And then that's, it just cuts straight to Trey. Uh, and then, uh, well, to, and Joker is back to crime. And... Yeah. It just, nothing, I don't think the show's bad. I just feel like it's just rush. I feel like it's now rushing itself instead of, like, taking mm. a lot of beats. Or at mm. least, like expanding like the whole this past episode where they go back in time uh, they go forward in time mm-hmm. like i'm like this is really funny but why the, but they they are really crunch it, f- it just felt extremely rushed to get through the whole harley and poison ivy are bad at communicating with each other yeah like that's I all it is that, like, i guess yeah i i enjoy, i still enjoy the show i just feel like 
I'm just like, slow the fuck down, guys. <laughs> I love the idea, the joke, though, of with them being bad at communicating. And they are so bad at communicating, they never even agreed what they should name their child before she, before <laughs> they both died. And she had to name herself. And they live in an Avatar-based society where like, <laughs> they think Avatar is the greatest thing ever. And because both Batman and Nightwing are dead, the only one around is Robin. <laughs> Damien's just like a nerd. Damien, Damien in his floating chair, getting fat, wearing his like kid Robin suit yeah. was so fucking funny. And he's in the Wally chair and can't yes. do anything when his. <laughs> God damn it, that was so funny. Yeah, like I said, the show's still funny. Like, it's still really good with that stuff. I just need to slow down and, like, take a moment. But that whole bit, it's like, they could have made the whole being, like, trapped in the future at least two episodes. Sure, sure. Um, but also, uh, Dr. Psycho's podcast. Yes. Starts is... canceling Joker because he's like, he didn't, because uh, Barbara, it's like, Joker didn't kill Nightwing. Yep. Oh God! How much you want to bet Harley killed uh, Nightwing with her sleepwalking? You think? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. That's where I think it's going. Well, I've been thinking for a bit now that the whole sleepwalking thing that she's doing is because, as much as she wants to like be a good guy, like she's not because all her yeah. sleepwalking stuff is her doing bad things. So yeah, I can see that actually that probably she killed Nightwing while she was sleepwalking. Yeah. Cause I'm just going off of like, it makes the most sense of like, mm -hmm. because of her morality of wanting to stay and be a good person. But deep down she's Mrs. Like just just murdering everyone in their path, like that's mm -hmm. kind of where I think is gonna end up. Which I think there's only like one or two episodes left of the season. I think it ultimately probably now that you mention it, I think it probably has to wind up there only because it's unsustainable for her to be a hero and for Ivy to be in charge of the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Like, that's uh, a dynamic that, like, they're either going to have to break up or Harley's going to have to go back to being a criminal. Yeah. And because so. of the longstanding stuff in every other media involving Harley and Ivy, mm -hmm. probably make more sense just to have Harley go full-blown evil again. Yeah, especially since they've worked so hard. I mean, hmm. Not that they couldn't break up, not that that wouldn't work, but I think the show also has worked so hard to present their relationship with challenges, but also keep them together. Like, they're the healthy couple that, they're ultimately the healthy couple that Harley and Joker were not. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Um, it's Yeah, but I will say, the... It was a fucking um shit what was it i i will say I'm, i am missing a little bit of like some of our normal casts mainly i, I think like, yeah exactly like the one episode clayface was in i was just like that's it 
That's all we get. <laughs> I was going to say, we really haven't seen him. I mean, he was in, obviously, the the Valentine's Day special, and then he's off in Vegas having his own Vegas show, and then it's like, well, where is he? But <laughs> um, one of the choices at the beginning of this series that I kind of had a, uh, a little bit of a problem with was the idea of making Jim Gordon really dumb. Yeah. But... Ah, boy, I've come around on it. Boy, is him being dumb really funny. <laughs> so, and now he's like all about King Shark's kids. Yep. Because Barbara won't give him any attention. Won't give him the time of day for anything. So now he's like reliving like a, he's having like a midlife crisis, but also like. Trying to kids. be a good dad this time around. Yeah. To these little shark children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> him trying to so, trim his nose hair in the in the security camera <laughs> and getting scared by Harley coming in and falling off and stabbing himself in the nose. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. So, oh, good yeah. times. Okay. Also, there's only a couple episodes left of what we do in the shadows, but we haven't talked about the last couple episodes of what we do in the shadows. The the one, the one episode last week was really funny with all the experiments on Guillermo uh, mm, with the animals. Mm-hmm. And then Lazlo's like, I did all this. Now you have to kill them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hybrid creature. And also uh, Nadja trying to get rid of the curse on her. And it's just the lady that's not allowed to go to Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> anymore. <laughs> trying to get Nadja. To, she's like, hey, hey, I know how to lift your curse. You gotta go get me one of these vanilla frosted donuts at this specific Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and and uh, Nandor and Kyle and Robinson are like are like trying to teach a class on being human, sort of like driving, but it turns into like like Colin's trying to be like the cool teacher, like handing out condoms. He's like the most emotionally draining thing, yeah. e- or the most draining thing ever. The cool teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Nandor being like trying to teach his, the history. He's like, you can't teach them this. You got, you can't teach them how to be American. You got to teach them about El Canadar. And they go to the museum where Nandor's stuff is just on display. And it's like, that's my diary. <laughs> and all these like, like this, like all these science archaeologists are just like, this would, this is the, the story of a man who's had sex multiple times in the air. These flights of fancy makes us think that he died. Don't say it. Died a virgin. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But then also this week's episode with <laughs> it's my fucking favorite. The roast with <laughs> they they all think where the where they all think Laszlo is depressed because all he'll do is say yes yes thank you very much. Yes, yes, very good. Thank you. He's just, he won't say anything. And Nadia's like, we've only made love 16 times this week. And Nandor's Nandor's like, like, we've we only, three. We were three. <laughs> the, the whole, the, I love like Nadia's whole uh, trying to have sex with like role play where she comes in with a hard hat, a hammer. And a nail and like a safety vest. Like, oh, I need to find this big nail to hammer. Just starts hitting Nandor's crotch with it. <laughs> <laughs> and 
<laughs> Laszlo just sitting there. And of course, um, Guillermo thinks it's his fault. Everybody thinks it's their fault for different reasons. And Guillermo thinks it's his fault because uh, Nandor, or not Nandor, because Laszlo couldn't find out why he's not a full vampire. So they decide to have a roast. And I love the way they treat the guide where she's just like, I have an idea. We yeah. should roast him. We should have a no, good that's roast. A no, that's a idea. stupid idea. Hey, I've got an idea. We should have a roast. And she's like, I just said that. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> and Colin Robinson trying to do the aristocrats joke. Ah, let me tell you this story called the aristocrats. Oh, wait, no, you're, you're not supposed to know that yet. There's uh, a husband, a wife, and their two kids. And they walk into a talent agency and they say, boy, do we have a have an act for you also shit there's a dog in there too they also have a dog <laughs> <laughs> oh god in the guide telling uh the baron <laughs> that guillermo's the one that it, you know burned him to a crisp and him trying to hunt and she also reveals that guillermo is a descendant of it and just the way that they have her do she's like of course I, I of course i told him that he's the one that guillermo's the one that roasted you know accidentally opened the door and set him on fire it's terrible to be left out of a joke oh yes. and then of course i also had to explain that guillermo's related to van helsing because then he really wouldn't have gotten the joke <laughs> i love doug jones acting in this whole bit because he's all the wide-eyed and angrier he gets <laughs> I love when he's like no vampires don't roast and laugh and have a good time they terrorize people and then you've all gone soft and then at the very end he's like actually nobody's afraid it's me who's gone soft nobody's afraid of me anymore and it shows him walking down the street and like his neighbors are all like hi <laughs> I, I could not stop laughing when it got to the point where uh, Baron finds out that Guillermo is now part vampire and after trying to kill him and it doesn't work they finally are like okay we're gonna just like I, this is not like he starts uh, like understanding he's like okay well you need to he needs to hear from you like a very like touching moments like I'm mm -hmm. not gonna kill you but Nandor's gonna kill you but you have to tell him and, it's like, and he's like well I just wanna be like a great vampire like you he's like well that's great and then like He's like, and he just gets more and more touching. And then Guillermo opens the door again and the <laughs> sun just burns the Baron again. But then the Baron's happy about it because everybody's terrified of him again. Yeah. Well, he also, he also assumed he killed, he thinks he killed Guillermo at the same time, even though it was the fish version. Right. Uh, but then, well, went... <laughs> but I, I love Nandor coming out and being like, look, that's not fucking Gizmo. Gizmo doesn't have gills. Well, you're better. No, I just couldn't stand listening to you all prattle on about it anymore. Thank you. <laughs> and he walked and back. Guillermo, and the Guillermo thing just has a bunch of fish babies that the Baron takes. And the Baron's like, I live with a dog. And they're like a hellhound. He's like, same thing. <laughs> he takes all the little fish frog baby things home <laughs> as a family. And then they find out at the very end that Laszlo's just been sitting there this entire time because he's just trying to contemplate how to reorganize his bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. But also I love, because um, with Nandor, 
he's like, Guillermo's a loyal. Guillermo's been a loyal, loyal to me. It's... Has he? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but has he? Yes. yes. Okay, but has he? And then right at the very end when he's like, Guillermo, I can tell when you've been keeping secrets from me. You made a fart in my coffin, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I, I made a fart in your coffin. See, that's why I know you better than yourself. <laughs> so freaking God, I love this show. And the, this this week they're doing a double two episode season finale. Oh, I they're can't, not... I can't wait. That means the first one's probably the first half's probably going to be the reveal to Nandor that Guillermo's a vampire. Probably. <sighs> that would be great. I can't wait. But I still want Jackie Daytona back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that show just continuously, uh, that surprised me, but it just continuously becomes one of the better shows on television right now. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me so happy when it's on. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm actually kind of shocked that they have yet to do like a physical release of the series. I know they should. Disney is doing a physical release of a lot of their stuff on 4K. They're doing The Mandalorian and um, WandaVision, Loki. WandaVision, Loki, yeah. I don't know if I want those or not. Like, Loki, no. I don't want that. I. Uh, here's the. Well, the other thing they're doing is they're doing a physical 4K release of Prey, which I'm definitely going to buy. Yeah, that I'm going to get. I Here's the thing. Uh, maybe I'll buy The Mandalorian. I don't know about WandaVision, but the reason is, like, Disney's already announced they're not going to do physical releases in Australia anymore. Yeah. And I don't want them to necessarily get the idea that they shouldn't do physical releases here. I don't know. Oof, it's tough. It's a weird thing. Well, okay. Now it's a little bit. I, I've been finding myself lately. Uh, I would I would say kind of. I think mainly because of how everything's been going after during the strike and stuff. But even so, like I've been finding myself less and less interest. Not interested, but like, and we've talked about it before. But like superhero movies are become since they're all over the damn place and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like with new releases and stuff, I've been finding myself less and less into them. Like, I still will go watch them. Right. But, like, physical releases now have come to a point where it's like, oh, I want physical releases for the stuff I really want to watch. Yep. Um, And I haven't really felt the need to go out and buy, like, superhero movies lately. Especially for the stuff that I'm still kind of missing. Like, I think I still don't have Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't either. But that one I don't like. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I thought feel- you liked Ragnarok. Oh, not love yeah, and thunder. Ragnarok. Not yeah, Ragnarok. I like not love and yeah. thunder. Yeah, I was gonna be like, oh, <gasps> no, Ragnarok. I d- yeah, do I have that one? I don't even know. Probably not. Can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's very yeah, it's very interesting. I will say, although it is on Hulu, I or in Max, I still have not yet watched Flash, and I don't know if I will. Oh, Flash is on Max, and I. Yeah, watch it. It's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Also, you're in the you're guy in the uh, in the in the minority on this too. Of, I know of it. Yeah. I know. 
I'm aware. I know a lot yes. of people seem to hate it, but I didn't find anything really wrong with it. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. So I'll I'll watch it at some point, but I just haven't really felt the you know like the urge to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I same. haven't been I, like, oh yes. Same. I almost watched a movie earlier today because uh, I was just doing stuff here at the house that needed taking care of, and I was like, well, I'll put on a movie while I do stuff, and then I was like. Uh, maybe I'll just put on because I wasn't like actually going to sit and just watch the movie. So I just ended up putting on TV for background noise. Like I was like, I don't really feel like sitting and watching a movie. Yeah, I've been finding lately like I love watching movies. I really do. But now I find myself like trying to find the time to sit down and watch a movie is becoming more and more of a it's become harder. I want to say like I went through like I watched uh, I watched a a, a a Godzilla knockoff film yesterday called Gorgo. Great movie, so mm-hmm. much fun. Uh, but I bought that movie like a week and a half ago, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch this immediately, and have yet to and not up until last night was like, I've tried to put it on multiple times. And I'm like, I'm just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I will yeah. say though, Halloween uh, October is gonna be chock full of me going to the theaters. Um, oh yeah oh yeah um alamo draft house does like their terror tuesdays all the time oh you did tell me a couple of the things that you were gonna go see you're yeah you're gonna so, see halloween in 70 millimeter or in 35 millimeter right 35 millimeter halloween <sighs> nice uh freddy versus jason in 35 millimeter uh, and then on Halloween we're doing the nosferatu with a live uh with a live uh uh, orchestra. Oh, the, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Yeah, that is really that's cool. It's like all the spooky shit I get to do these days. I'm jealous. I do want to see... Um, I got to look. Um, I, there was a movie that came out this year that I heard is really good, but it got such a super-duper limited release. Uh, Cobweb? I was talking to my roommate about that the other day because uh, our friend Anthony was talking about how he went and saw that. And we're like, what the fuck's Cobweb? He says it's great, it, but it only came out in such a small number of theaters. But I think it's at least for rent now. Uh, I don't think it's on any streaming service just for streaming service sake. Uh, let me see real quick. Um, yeah, it's for rent on Amazon Prime right now. And YouTube yeah. and Google Play and Vudu, you can buy it on Vudu. Um, you know what other movies like on rent? I think right now is on rent for Amazon. Hmm. Um, the Last Voyage of the Demeter. I just saw that news before you came on to the the Zoom call. I was like, holy shit, that was a fast turnaround. Well, that just shows goes to show like where it, and when it came out and how many people saw it. Yeah. Actually, you know what movie looks good, and I won't end up going to see it. I didn't realize it was, because um, I haven't seen the other two of these movies yet, but the uh, A Haunting in Venice. Have you seen Oh, the yeah. That looks really good. I haven't seen, uh, although I keep hearing they're really good, so I should see them. I haven't seen Murder on the Orient Express or Death on the Nile. I've but, never seen either of those either. But when I heard A Haunting in Venice, I thought it was just uh, another horror movie, but it's not. It's a it's a it's a murder mystery 
that is like based on an Agatha Christie novel because uh, it's it's Kenneth Branagh doing that Hercule Poirot, but it's got a good cast. It's got Michelle Yeoh in it, and it's got a um, oh shoot, now I can't remember. But I saw that trailer and I was like, oh, actually that looks good. I kind of want to see that. I I saw a I saw a movie recently that I was not a big fan of. I saw um, Bottoms. <laughs> That's a funny name for a movie. It's a and I I saw a sneak preview of the film, mm-hmm. or well, like a exclusive whatever, and I did not like it at all. Hmm. And I'm in the minority. I'm very much in the minority. Anyone who listens to this is probably like going to me like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Um, I like I watched it. I thought the jokes didn't land for me. Mm-hmm. Um. There were some premises of the the whole premise of the film is these two uh, lesbian girls in high school want to basically hook up with like the popular girls in high school, mm-hmm. so they uh, they make like a Fight Club kind of deal, okay, and it kind of gets attention and stuff. And it's like a caricature of like high of high school, middle school, whatever, because like mm-hmm. the jock boyfriend is like really dumb and it's like it makes you think of like not another team movie oh, um, yeah. but like the like the prince and like like the like uh what's his name marshawn lynch the football player okay um, i mean right here and i'm i'm on the um wikipedia page and this pretty much says it all an american yeah. teen sex comedy yeah that's literally and, all you need to say and i know exactly what this movie is it's american it's, pie it's porkies it's but it's dumber than those like in my opinion well um, sure then it then um uh you said not another teen movie but yeah. what's the other one i'm trying to think of oh shit it, uh, it won't come to me right now but uh, it's it just i just felt like like the whole message is is like more like a, a like a uh like a a homosexual like positive mm-hmm. kind of film which I'm all for. I'm not against that at all. I think these kind of movies should be should be around. I just thought the jokes didn't land. Mm-hmm. Um I oh, thought it's got this it's got this gal in it, this AO Edabiri. Yeah, uh, she was the voice of Missy in Big Mouth. She's in The Bear. Uh, she was uh, did some roles. Uh, says also voiced roles in Spider Man Across the Spider Verse and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem, which yeah, she's I still April. haven't seen. But oh, she's April. Okay, yeah. and she's Glory Grant in um, she's Glory Grant in Across the Spider Verse. Hmm. Okay, it it's just I thought it just. <clears throat> I don't know. Like I, it was definitely not a movie that I was into. Um, I thought it was very just flat. Um, like one of the girl, one of the girls in the show, she's like the outsider who becomes friends with this group with these, uh, with the lesbians. And they like, she makes bombs. Like she tries blowing shit up a couple times in the movie. Huh. Um, and I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, I don't know. It just for me, it didn't land for like a comedy film. 
All right. And well, I know we're, I will get a lot of hate for well, this film. Well, no, I, I, oh. I give people a lot more grace when it comes to comedy. Just because humor is so... I mean, all art is subjective, but humor is really subjective. Like, not everybody is going to find the same stuff funny. Yeah. Like, humor is really But I think because hard. this movie is, has such a huge uh, push for, like... For like does it? For I like haven't that. even heard of it until you said no, that. No, no, I mean not like that kind of put, <clears> but like as a huge button for like um the homose the like the le- gay lesbian community mm-hmm. um and I'm again like I'm nothing against like I it's not against that. It's just <clears> this <throat> movie I thought was very unfunny. Mm. Huh. Speaking of, I mentioned that that uh, that one w- woman she was in Big Mouth. I didn't know. <clears throat> I didn't know. I read this the other day. Did you know that um, uh, Human Resources is done? Like it was just those seasons. It's not getting another season. Really? Yeah, I was bummed when I read that. Damn. Yeah, I like God, human be... resources and I like Big Mouth, you know. So yeah, God Bummer. damn those people, yeah, rat so bastards. Hopefully, some more of those characters will be on Big Mouth, like the Logic Rocks and all that stuff. I really cause... want the Logic Rocks in it. <laughs> yep. Or uh, what's the 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 love? love bugs boyfriend that had like the three dicks but one got knocked off got yeah. ripped off <laughs> then he married the llama yeah i want them that i, I want to watch a whole thing with them oh man yeah well i don't know this episode probably end up being a little short because i really don't have much else honestly there's not like a, a ton going on in the movie world uh, right now, I mean, yeah, we're, we're me. still getting into the sad. We still have the sag shit that's happening, and uh, oh, um, I don't know how. Like, I read a thing today where it's like, uh, uh, Kang, the the Secret Wars, and Kang Dynasty probably just lost their writers. Oh, hmm. Well, yeah, and I'm like, eh, whatever. Yep. Oh well, whatever. Oh, that is still, I think, all up in the air. Um, was there been any news on him of like what no, the deal is no and i don't uh, yeah probably won't hear anything more about anything for a while now just with the way everything's going although the vfx artists at disney did just vote to unionize so hooray um good on them they should uh vfx artists are crazy overworked and underpaid like crazy, crazy overworked and underpaid. Oh, yeah. So good job. They're the second to do so because the ones at Marvel also unionized. Marvel Studios, which is has separate VFX artists than Disney Studios. So even though they're, you know, the same company, basically, you know, they're same parent company, different studios. I don't know how all yeah. that corporate shit works, but um, good on them. Hopefully they'll get some good shit out of it. Yeah, uh, they they better like fucking deserve it. Yeah, yeah. So I was trying to th- yeah. The only other thing I I did to this weekend. Oh yeah, I went to the original gas station that was in the uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, you did. How was that? 
Oh my god, it was so much fun. Because it's it's like about about forty five minute drive, which mm-hmm. is not terrible. No, that's not um, far. Yeah, and they basically kept it the way it was in the movie. They've uh, the um, the outside. They still kept it pretty close to it, but they have the van that the kids were traveled in. Oh, cool. Uh, they had they had the dad's uh, car uh, truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then around the back, they had like the hook and bucket like kitchen setup. For cool. when the girl gets the spine, um, it's a very interesting location because the inside is a gift shop, well, well like yeah, a, like a course. collectible shop, of course. Which is I bought a couple, which is hilarious because I walked out of there with the Toonie Terrors Killer Clown set, so I didn't even buy a <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing. That's funny. E- even though that's when I sent you that photo of that really large leather face, be like, should I? <laughs> Yeah, you did. I didn't know that you were there when you saw that. Yeah, um, it's a lot of fun. And then they also do barbecue, mm. and so I got like a, I got of course a, a they barbe- do, of course, yeah. So I got like a steak sandwich that was really fucking good. Mm. Um, and then you can also they in the back they have uh rent like cabin rentals. Like there's like four little rental houses. Oh, you that, can stay so there. You wanted to stay there? Yeah, neat. It's a fun little place. I was just like, there's nothing out here, but that's cool. Oh, of course. It, no, it's it's got to be in the middle of nowhere, but pretty much. <laughs> hmm. But it was a lot of fun. Like definitely, every once in a while, I would like to take more trips there because there was definitely a lot of things I wanted to buy. <laughs> they must have like viewing parties there or something they that you can probably go to. do yeah i mean there is a fire pit and I'm, there is a spot where i'm assuming would be where they would show like texas chainsaw massacre like outside mm-hmm. what they um, should but... do is they should show texas chainsaw 2 and serve chili mm. because that's I bet you they probably have probably because that's what the cook in that he wins the chili contest right yeah yeah <laughs> I was thinking about that movie recently. That is a bonkers movie, but I like it. It's I need to I need to buy it. I think I rented it once and I just never got around to like buying it. I think it's on Max right now. Yeah. Um but I I need to buy and at the uh, at the gas station they were selling a copy that was signed by I think the cast. Hmm. Because the price the price for it was like about two hundred dollars. Oh wow. But it was Bill like Mosley's by... chop top in that one with his friggin' plate in his skull. And... Yeah. <laughs> Movie's nuts, man. Oh, God, now I might have to watch that like next day off. Should. It's worth revisiting. <sighs> and you know, it's a little more, It's I, I feel like it's a little less known than the original Texas Chainsaw or anything like that. I feel like not as many people have seen Texas Chainsaw 2. Uh, Texas I feel Chainsaw like Massacre too. So. Yeah, I feel like the majority of people, when you ask them about Texas Chainsaw movies, it's usually the first one, the, or remake, the remake, yeah, or um, the one with Matthew McConaughey. I've never seen that one, but I've heard it's terrible. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, most of them aren't. It's not a very good franchise. It's a hard franchise to kind of yeah like work with. Yeah, especially because God, like. Because, like, I remember when they tried to revamp it with, uh, 
by with my like Texas Chainsaw 3D, mm-hmm. and I was like, this movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we talked about it. What was it last year or earlier this year? Earlier this year, they had that requel come out. The the just, yeah, the Netflix one. That was god fucking awful. That movie. Yeah. Just Oof. terrible. Oh god, that was so a bad, bad. movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, God. need more good ones come on guys do better i know i keep holding i keep thinking i want to watch horror movies but i keep holding off and i don't know why like i know i'm i'm a year-round horror person we both are but like i feel like i'm so close to october i should just wait a couple weeks i don't know we'll see well i've been buying a lot more like random horror movies mm-hmm. um there was one i bought almost on a whim <clears throat> uh just because it looks so I've I've only heard of it once. And actually I think I sent you a picture of a of a poster of it being like, should I get it? And it's like killer condoms. No, you did not send me that. No, yeah, that, yeah, I sent you like a photo of like of like an of like a Japanese like poster of it being like, how weird would it be? Uh I'm pretty sure I did. If like, you sent like, that to me, seen... I didn't get it. <laughs> Yeah, no, we talked about it. What? I'm pretty sure. I don't fucking remember this at all. Hang on. Now I got to go, like, hunting through our Did you text this to me? No, I sent it through, like, Instagram. Oh, maybe I did miss it if you sent it to me on Instagram. I sometimes miss things on Instagram. Hang on. There it is. Yeah, I sent it to you. Hang on. (sighs) I'm going to resend it. Yes, resend it to me, because I don't yeah. remember this at all. Yeah, you responded to it. <laughs> oh my god, I need friggin' help. I can't yes. even remember. Oh, okay. Yes. So um, there's a, I guess there's a move like an, it's a German film, um, that just got like a weird release, uh. A, a, like a new like release as part of a collection this week. Okay, and I was now like, I yeah. remember this conversation. I I didn't understand that this was a real. I I know now. I didn't understand this was a real movie. I thought it's a real this movie. Was a, I thought this was a weird art piece you were thinking about buying. Oh no no this is a uh, this is a straight up movie. I I watched the trailer recently because I was like, do I want to buy this bl- movie blindly because I have no idea? And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Based on a comic, consult creative consultant H.R. Geiger. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? I no, I legitimately, legitimately thought this was just a weird art piece you were thinking yeah. you wanted. And that I just sent you a photo of the uh, of the set that it's in, and it's in the middle. I see that. What yeah. the shit is this? <laughs> the artwork on that cover is terrible. Right? Oh my. <laughs> God. Yeah, it's I... called the Cardona Collection, and it has like all these films, including the Killer Condom. Wow. It's this was made all the way back in 1996. Yeah, and I think it's a trauma film, or it was like affiliated with them. 
Uh, it says Ascot Elite Entertainment, Albatross Films. I don't see anything about Troma oh, on the poster. No. That's hilarious. Okay, that clears. Oh, the- it got a it got a D it got a DVD release. I guess down the line through Troma. Oh my! Wow. Okay. Well, that's something I just learned. <laughs> Apparently, on IMDb has has three and a half stars. Three and a half. That is two and a half more than I expected of a movie called Killer Condom. The thing is, I know I'm going to watch this at some point, but I'm probably not going to buy it. No, I don't know if I want to show that off. <laughs> is this streaming? Is it streaming? It's got a three star rating on Letterboxd. <laughs> All right. I'm going to oh, stop talking yeah. about I just you just fucking broke my brain that is hooray wow streaming wait real quick i want to read real quick i want to read the plot okay yes yes oh i've read the plot yes i'm gonna read it out loud so everybody knows set in the seedy parts of new york city killer condom follows gay (laughs) detective luigi macaroni no he has been hired to investigate a series of bizarre attacks at the Hotel Quickie in which male guests have had all, all had their penises mysteriously bitten off. While at the crime scene, he enlists the services of a gigolo named Billy and invites him up to the crime room. Before the two men engage in sex, a carnivorous living condom interrupts them and bites off Macaroni's right testicle. Now on a personal vendetta, Macaroni begins his lone quest to not only bring a stop to the rash of condom attacks, but also to face his true feelings towards Billy the Gigolo. Jesus Christ. (laughs) The only plot I have ever heard that comes even close is One-Eyed Monster. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, I'm. I am gonna watch this at some point. You've seen one of monster, right? Yeah. Oh, oh god. Oh wow, that is a perfect place to end this. I can't. I can't top that. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit! Goodbye, everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, it's over. It's over.